This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. This is Jace. Our sponsors today, Belleville Meat Market and Mainstream Marketing. All right. 66 degrees down on the island this morning in Galveston. Uh, today they're calling for variable clouds with thunderstorms, especially during the afternoon hours. High near 70 and south winds 15 to 25. That rain chance this afternoon, 60%. And then for tonight, partly cloudy skies with a stray shower or thunderstorm with a low of 66 winds south-southwest at 10 to 20 and then for tomorrow even a little warmer tomorrow but uh, partial cloudiness early scattered showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon storms may contain strong gusty winds high of 71 south southwest at 10 to 20 rain chance tomorrow is 60 percent also and looking at for looking at tides for the galveston channel we have four of them we had a high just after midnight we're Got a low coming up at 7.21 a.m. It's an 0.2, then a high at 2.39 p.m., a 1.1, and then a low at 7.31 p.m. It's an 0.9. Sunrise this morning, 7.01 a.m., sunset 5.21 p.m., and our moon phase is 27%. Headed towards our next new moon. Current conditions right now, Galveston Channel. It's 68 degrees down there with 63-degree water, a south wind at 8, gusting to 13. Eagle Point, 65 degrees with 62-degree water. South winds 13 to 18. And at Morgan's Point, it's east-southeast at 8, gusting to 11. And it is 62 degrees. No water camp. But anyway, there it is. That's forecast and current conditions and make, make do with it. All right. Well, let's go over to the Tri-Bay area and check in with the Hammer this morning, Captain Glenn Hammond. Glenn, good morning. What's up? Hey, good morning, Captain Mickey. How are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm great, man. Everything's good. Good. You got to have you got to get out and do some wade fishing? Uh, for yeah, yourself, I did a little bit uh, this week down south, and uh, I went down fish corpus and uh, baffin and all that. Had a real good time. Fish Monday and Tuesday down there. How's that uh, fish stock holding up down there? They're they're in good shape. They're uh, looking better, better and better every year. I got my my next door neighbor, Captain Brandon, and his wife. They're going to take a drive and 
they're pulling their boat down to Corpus today to go fish. Uh, so uh, we had a we had a pretty good week. Um, when I talked to you last time on uh, Sunday morning, I was in a tent out there on Sweeney, and right. the deer. <laughs> well. I ended up doing, like I said, I slept in that morning. <laughs> it was so moisty and just foggy, and we were all socked in out there. And, and uh, I let Doug and uh, his son, uh, Clayton, would go. I let them just go out because Clayton, you know, it was his first, down, uh, first time to the ranch in a while. And I said, man, y'all just go have at it. Y'all don't have I slept in. And uh, by the time they came in, man, I didn't have breakfast. I was cooking a campfire, had a campfire going for them. And anyway, uh, Doug ended up with a, a nice spike. Well, it was a spike. A spike is a spike. And then uh, his son got a, uh, Clayton got a nine pointer. And uh, right. I didn't get anything. But uh, while we're, well, you I'm got to go hunt first. <laughs> you can't oh, I know. get them in a tent. <laughs> well, I was kind of lazy because uh, uh, the day before I got a call from my nephew and he got uh, Saturday morning, he got a, uh, he got him a big old hog for me up in the hill country, up in New mm-hmm. Brumbles and uh, got a big sow for me and they sent me a picture of it and stuff. So uh, guess where I went on Tuesday morning? The Belleville uh, Meat Market. Yes, sir. I did. And I got to see Marcus. Uh, he greeted me uh, over there and. They took care of my stuff, and uh, I'm having a, a jalapeno cheese, a summer sausage, and then I'm getting my pan sausage is going to be a sweet chipotle this year. I haven't done that. I haven't go. tried that. But uh, I'm looking forward to that, buddy. As, as good as their link sweet chipotle is, I can't wait to try it on the on the pan sausage. But um, anyway, thanks again, Belleville, for uh, – uh, just first class, first class, everything, uh, uh, the service, uh, man, we had to get us one of those barbecue sandwiches while we were there. And that's some tender stuff, man. Can't go wrong <laughs> with that, man. No, no, no. <laughs> and you know, it's only a hour and 10 minutes or so away from Houston. I mean, away from where we live anyway, we went up, uh, straight up 30, so no, well, no, not 36. We went straight up 35. And, um, anyway, uh, got got the got got that in there. Whether I get a deer or not, and I'm going to. We still got a few weeks left, or a couple weeks left, but oh, yeah, yeah. going to get plenty of time to go back out to the ranch. And anyway, uh, the week was pretty good, buddy. Uh, I went yesterday. I had Melinda and I. You know, this time of year we kind of start fishing for her family because they would rather have uh, fillets than any kind of any other gift in the world. So. We uh we started working on it uh, last week. We got her, we got them a few packages, uh, just small packages. And then yesterday, she got a limit and I got a limit, and we were out there a couple of hours. I mean, it was a uh, big word, Captain Mickey, epic. I yeah. mean, unbelievable. It was um, the best soft the soft plastic bite that I've experienced this year so far. And the water temperature was just around 60 degrees, 58 degrees, yeah, 58, 60 degrees. And uh, uh, conditions were good. The water, you know, I figured, oh, it's going to be sweet. You know, the, the too much fresh water is going to be mixed in. We got yeah. a lot of runoff coming down Oyster Creek and, and Chocolate Bio, or, um, Bastrop Bio, all those bios, and the little tributaries that bring all that fresh water down well. You know, everywhere I went inland was sopped, and uh, 
you know, I started thinking, oh, we're going to go through that period where it pushes those fish all the way back to the jetties or either out to the pass. You know, the water gets so sweet and so fresh. But uh, it wasn't the case. It wasn't the case. The water was real salty, really salty. And, uh, man, uh, it didn't matter which color you threw. Uh, we were throwing uh, glow chartreuse and uh, a paddle tail. A version of the uh, uh, down south lures, one of my sponsors, and uh, every cast, every cast. If you worked it, you know it got to be where nah, they wouldn't. It wasn't slow motion, nothing. These fish were ready to eat. They were pounding it. They were thumping it. Whatever you want to call, man. It was a, it was outstanding. My wife, I'd look over, her rod would be bent over, man. Anyway, we caught ten really nice trout. And I mean, got them a super bag of fillets. We're going to divide it all up today, package it all up. But uh, uh, that was about it. Uh, while I, well, before I could even get out there, my next door neighbor, Captain Brandon Harper, him and his wife Angie, they had uh, left the driveway just, you know, just about, I don't know, 15 minutes before we did, 20 minutes or whatever, got a little earlier start. By the time we got out there, they had already had three trout and a red in the box, yeah. and. Uh, it didn't take us no time, my wife and I, to put two limits of two limits of trout. And like I said, that was the best soft soft plastic bite that, that we've had this year so far. And uh, I used I caught them on black. I used black magic, and then I used uh, that glow chartreuse, and then I had pink, pink and white. Uh, uh, Victoria's Secret uh, is is one of the names of the lures that I was using, but. Anyway, I was doing a eight down. Come up with these names. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but it's this is a victorious, like being a champion, being a winner is not like the victorious secret. Oh. It's it's victorious. victorious. Yes, sir. <laughs> but anyway, man, that it's got a white tail. It's pink. We've got a little metal flake in it, and uh. Yeah, I don't think it, it it didn't really matter what you threw yesterday. It's how hey, you hop, hop, and let it drop and, and change up that retrieve. But the, the main thing is just don't let it sit there because they were chasing it, buddy. You'd, you'd go uh, hop, hop, and you, as it was falling, boom. You know what I mean? You'd, it was just like they were on it. They were on it everywhere we went. We caught them in the middle of the bay on uh, oyster reefs. We caught them on the edge of the channels. We caught them in the channel. Uh, you just couldn't go, you couldn't do any wrong yesterday. And there wasn't nothing trophy size. We wasn't looking for trophies. We were just trying to get a meat haul and, and that's what we did. And I think, uh, uh, we ended up, like I said, uh, she had five, I had five and, uh, we didn't have any other thing over 19 inches, but they were solid, man. There were some good old solid 17 to 17 to 19 inch trout. And uh, just to get, just to, for me to get away from that old live bait, you know, I do that all summer with the customers, which that's mostly, uh, it's highly requested to put some live bait on the boat. Uh, with most of my customers, anyway, that's what they want to do. But for folks that haven't uh, got to enjoy the plastic and the throw the artificial and stuff, and if they don't have, it's a confidence thing, and you got to practice, practice, practice. And uh, these, these folks right here, man, if, like I'll make a phone call because call me when it gets good. I would really like to try some of that artificial, you know, really, but you got to do it like right now when uh, the fish are in a kind of a, you know, the shrimp are just about dumped. They've uh, pretty much, you know, pretty much, I think 
well, it's hard to tell if they're all gone out of here, and I don't think they all ever leave. But anyway, the shrimps gets a little harder to find, and shad, and the, we're seeing tons of little bitty schools of glass minnows along the edge of the bank, and uh, just uh, signs are signs are real, real good down here. You know, far as far as the bait and the clarity and all that, we just I, I guess we dodged a bullet with all the runoff this time. I yeah, hope we, we did. Just, it's just so dry that rain's not going anywhere. It, there's so much saturation right now. Yeah, it's uh, I hear. It's let's so see, we in. got uh, we got seven seven mile an hour wind at the moment uh, southeast with fourteen mile an hour gust. Uh, it shows the pressure dropping at twenty nine seven four. I think my telephone is a little disagreeing with that. But uh, anyway, I'm just reading this off of my little weather machine. 68 degrees here in Surfside Beach this morning. Really calm, really nice, not foggy at all. So it's definitely doable this morning. I don't know, though. They're calling for rain this afternoon. We'll just have to sit back and, uh, and see what it does. Man, mosquitoes are we – had, uh, we had the truck out spraying yesterday. They are super bad down here. You better bring oh. a couple of cans of spray. If you're coming down along the coast, I'm warning you right now, bring you some mosquito spray because they are here and they're in force, buddy. You you can't hardly get out of them. You, you can't get away from them. They're everywhere. I mean, it's a, I don't know what kind. They're big old mosquitoes, too. They're not just a little bitty marsh mosquitoes. These these are blood suckers, buddy. And then, uh, anyway, we had a plane fly over and then we had a truck uh, going up and down the street, spraying, and as soon as that stuff dissipated, those mosquitoes were right back. I mean, I think like, sometimes it like, stirs them up, makes them mad. I believe it did. I believe it did, buddy. But there is no sitting out on the porch after dark. I'm telling you, they are bad down here, especially with the light winds. You know that east wind that we had this weekend. It pushed our tides in pretty good, but but not like I thought. You know, most of the week after Mickey, we were like two feet below normal. Even on a high, even on our yeah, high tide. Yeah, uh, back side of the moon tide schedule, mm -hmm. you know, same old thing. Yeah, yeah even on a, it was a, it was a, our tides were, were just holding at bay, I guess. I mean, just, yeah, they never. normal, normal winter time. Here we go. Mm-hmm, the reefs are sticking out of the water. Uh, you know, I'm kicking up a, that motor. Uh, it sits down a little bit lower than my other one did. It's a little heavier. I don't know what it is, but I'm kicking up a little more dust on the, on a little more mud on the bottom than I normally do. But raise up bait, another bolt hole. Yeah, well, I, I could do that, and I probably could jack with a jack plate and get it yeah, up or and bolt it up. Run a jack plate up more. Yeah, but uh, let's see what else. Uh, bait camps are holding bait. Uh, you're gonna pay twenty four dollars a a quart for them, and and uh, there's no there's no croakers down here, but they got finger mullet and mud minnows and and shrimp for definite. As a matter of fact, I talked to one one of the bait camp owners, and uh, they're probably fixing to shut down for a couple months. It's just that time of year, you know what I yeah. mean, and things start slowing down. But uh, shoot, buddy, that's about all I got. For all you right, this man. Morning. Well, throw them out a number, Glenn. 713-208-0683. Always a pleasure, buddy. Y'all have a great Thank day. Thank you, Glenn. All right. See yes, you, man. Sir. All right. All right. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Boys Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Good morning. Welcome back. To the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 417 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Fayette County Reservoir now. Let's check in with Mr. Bob Green this morning, see what he's up to. Good morning, Bob. How you doing? Good morning. How are you this morning? Couldn't be better. It's all good, man. Yeah. Well, we're on a warming trend anyway. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, the last couple of mornings, I think it was showing... 38 degrees it's about 42 by the time i got to the lake i guess we got around some of that warmer water but that's pretty chilly hitting out 38 degrees in the morning yeah it is uh, yeah layered up with jackets because by i don't know 9 30 10 if you had any sun it started warming up you started peeling off some of them jackets but i know the other morning we didn't start peeling them off till about 10 o'clock so yeah uh it was yeah i don't like fishing when it's in the 30s like that especially 35 36 man them boat rides are nasty because i think in the day it's supposed to be nearly 80 before yeah the high ground they're saying close to you know probably tomorrow closer to the 80 but the upper 70s yeah okay so i guess that that front's coming in tomorrow evening now instead of because uh, I possibly think I yeah sitting. tomorrow night or maybe early Sunday morning after midnight or something. Uh, no telling. Yeah. Tell. They've been they've been pretty close on their forecast this week and last week, so we'll we'll see what happens. Boy, it's still got stretch of weather though. Really has. Oh, uh, I know it. I, I think today would be a nice day to be on the water. I'm, I won't be. I've I've already been on it a couple times this week. So yeah. We had we've had some uh, decent days too. Uh, these fish are you know, just moving where they're supposed to be moving, and well, when they move, let me put it that way. Right. There, there, there has been some lulls right right after daylight, and about that first hour after daylight, we we've hit a lull both days. 
Right. But then we started, you know, we started picking up fish, I don't know, around 9 o'clock, 9.30, something like that. But gosh, we're fishing, you know, at 6.30 in the morning. So 6.30, 7.30, hour and a half, you know, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, they're, they're what, well, let's see, water temperature was 67 and 68 again. That was basically the same thing it was last week. So it, it's kind of holding its own. Yeah. And uh, we started out. We started out early. When yeah, there's there's what's what's been working. You, you just about got to have two baits tied on, some kind of little walk the dog type bait, and then have that uh, that little chatter bait. Or what also worked the other day was uh, the old swimming image, which which had that little bitty bill on it, which only uh-huh. runs. It's more of a twitch bait type bill, uh, just to get it just below the surface, and and they would hit that. That's a little so squ- that was, square bill, shallow runner, right? Yeah, it, it's just yeah. a small bill on that thing. Just gives it that wiggle, uh, kind of like 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 a twitch bait. Mm-hmm. And as long as it that thing didn't die, but maybe a, not even a foot underneath the water, just had a good wiggle to it, and it kind of worked it like a walk dog, except under under surface, right? So, and and that lasted for, I don't know. We caught our biggest fish was a bogle, bogle grifter to five and a half. So that mm-hmm. fish didn't it, it it didn't look that big, but the fish last week. I don't. I remember if I told you not. They were all solid. I mean, they had to have been eating shad. That was just, you know, that made their belly so big. Right. The fish yesterday were, were kind of saggy bellied, so I don't think they had been eating, and and that kind of changed my mind about you know it being eggs in it. Right. Although in January they've always got eggs in them. So. It's getting close. We're headed there. Yeah. Well, after after that bite's over, we hit a little bit of a lull, and then a lot of the fish we were catching were small. And I had heard they'd had a couple of tournaments on the lake this weekend, and a lot of people, they kept t- talking about how small some of the fish were. But but <laughs> we got into a bunch of them once. And you didn't know if it was going to be 8 inches or 12 inches, or every once in a while you'd stick a 14-inch one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, with working a drop shot with the uh, watermelon, watermelon red, uh, a little shorter than like hum, yum dinger was one of them. I mean, one of the guys had some kind of a little, I mean, it's a little teeny tiny bait, but it was purple and chartreuse or something like that. But just on the end of that drop shot, it, it, it didn't seem to matter. They, they just grab a hold of it. Right. But the same, the same, the same thing was working with the Carolina rig. It really, I mean, they were fifty-fifty on it, so they were just fish in there. But they were, they were small. Our biggest fish are still coming early, first first hour, hour and a half, or two hours in the morning. Uh, and I haven't done any afternoon fishing, so I don't don't really know what's been going on. Uh, but I've heard some say that it's actually the worm bite was better in the afternoon. Yeah, it usually is a uh, worm bite. Yeah, yeah, normally it is. And if you're lucky, you can get maybe get a little top water bite or 
you know, the, we only we, we only had that one or two days where they were actually, I know one of them, they just kept knocking it out of the water. Yeah. I mean, they would hit it hard and knock it, you know, five or six inches out of the water. And, and then you had to go in behind them with something that run below the surface, you know. Our choice was a little, that little stealth chatterbait. Mm. And, uh, and, and that, that started picking them off. But yeah, that's kind of what's been what's been going on. It's kind of like been the same the last couple of weeks. You just got to be willing to change from top to below the surface. Yeah, I didn't even so, have a, I never had a sniff on a topwater this week. It wasn't interested. Mm. Just didn't want it. Yeah, that, that's the same way here. It just... Uh, it's so up and they down, didn't, they you know, you'll get, you'll get a little pattern going thinking, man, they're crushing top waters. We're going to nuke yeah. them for about a week or so. Nah, wrong number. They, <laughs> they turn, yeah. they turn cold on them quick. Well, we're going to get that change in the weather again Sunday morning, I believe. Yes. <clears throat> it's what it's showing. Yes, it's going to get pretty chilly. Again. So that, that may, <laughs> you never know. I mean, our the water is staying even even though we're running two units and and not a third. You know the water is sixty seven, sixty eight degrees. That's what it you know should be. Yeah, of course, we need to put a little more water in. It's it's still. Somebody said it came up a little, but I can't tell. Right. You know, it's, it's still. You still got to step down into the boat to get in. So. Yeah. Put some of that water back in. We can use it. I mean, everywhere you go now, you've got to you've got to back off again because the trolling motor's digging up dirt. Mm-hmm. And of course, if, right right now, if you throw one of them twenty dollar baits or sixteen dollar baits up in the up in the uh, the bull rush, about the only way to get to it, unhanging, is going to be to weigh it over there and get it. And it's a little cool for waiting when you get back in the boat. And get get some waders, right? So no, we won't do that. Just I guess <laughs> go back to the next day if you remember where it's tangled up at and go get it. <laughs> uh, oh well, well no, you're, you're getting you're close already, to your hunting you're time, I would think. It's getting close. It's uh, I'm gonna do some duck hunting this next week and then uh, get ready for deer hunting Christmas New Year. So. Hey, oh, life's okay. pretty good. <laughs> so that you about the end of December, the first of January. Yeah, that's when I usually do it. And uh, well, unless we get you know a big change in the weather and the and the bucks start running pretty good down there, then I might slip off a little early. I just I'm just kind of watching the uh, pattern right now. Well, good. Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen that great big one again. Huh? You hadn't. Uh, no, he 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 managed to slip past my son and my and myself both. So, He'll mess but up. you know, that's okay. I, it was after the season last year when I saw the one on my cameras with the with the big drop tine on the back of it. Cause, mm. and I haven't seen him again. I haven't seen him at all this year. So I don't know if they'll if they have a drop tine one year where they have it the next. I don't. No, I, I don't know. A deer I killed hunting with Crocker the year before he had two drop tines, one on each side, and then the next year he lost those and had triple brow tines. Oh well. 
we gave him one more year. That was an asshole. I almost shot him that first <laughs> year, and I said, "No, we'll we'll let him go one more year." And then we had the, you know, the big flood with Harvey and everything, and we didn't even yeah. know if that deer was still around. We didn't know if he made it through it or not, and then, sure enough, he showed up on a camera, one camera, mm. and but he he was totally different. Yeah, so you know, that answered that. He probably question. only picked up about six or eight inches, you know, from one year to the next, but he lost his drop tines. He had mm. triple brows. That made up for a lot of inches. Yeah. Three brows oh, on each side. Yeah. Well, that one, the picture of that one you got, it, well, I forgot what year it was, but it was really nice. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I think that you was, said it was a cold buck. And um, if it was or not, I mean, if that was a cub, cub buck, that'd be a trophy anywhere I've hunted. <laughs> well, some some culls are other people's trophies, you know. It was, this oh, is, yeah. This an old, I think I, I remember which one you're talking about. It was an old deer that uh, they wanted off of there. I accommodated yeah. them. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I wouldn't blame and you. I, I yeah, put it was. on the wall. I, I guarantee <laughs> yeah. you, that was a good deer for me. I put it on the wall, man. Yeah, put it on the wall and had some sausage made. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Horns on the wall and the meat at the Belleville. Nothing like That's it. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to go out here again right after this next run. I, won't, I probably won't fish again till. It, after it settles down uh, Sunday or Monday or Tuesday before I go back out again. So I had to yeah, do a little Monday, work on Monday morning's going to be cold. Yeah, that's, no thanks. I'll pass. It's, it's yeah. just too warm to pull the covers back up around my neck. <laughs> yeah, you know, go back to sleep. So I may do that this morning, matter of fact. Well. I already had my coffee, so that's my pattern. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you 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 go back in and try to get a nap. But you you start yeah. your morning what about two yeah. o'clock? Yeah, two naps a day. You know, one in the morning and one at night. Hmm. Try to get try to get three or four in each one. Yeah, you told me that because I I I was concerned about sending you a text message. To, you know, you know, I've tried every way to to get some kind of sleep habit with this schedule, but it's not, that's the best way I've found it, you know, to make where I can feel good. Yeah. It, it, if it works for you, then you know yourself what's going to yeah, work and, then, and what's you not. Know, if you try to stay up all day and do stuff, and when you go to bed at night, you're so tired. I'm afraid I'm not going to hear the alarm go off, <laughs> you know, and then, and then uh, be late. Yeah. So <laughs> I work it out that way. So everything yeah. coincides. Well, you had a new voice answering this morning, and I didn't recognize Yeah, uh, Jay, Jace is filling in for Jake. Yeah. Jace is going to be here. He's usually here on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and Jake's on Thursday and Friday. But Jake took off and did something, so. Yeah. Well, good. Everybody, everybody needs a little time to go do something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like the casino. I hear it calling every once in a while. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bad thing about those places, I hadn't figured out how to make money there yet. 
I stay away from Oh, them. well, they're they're not exactly made to lose money, so. No, they're not. Yeah. Uh, they're not in the business to lose money. Well, they don't. They don't lose. I don't lose a whole lot to them because I stay on the penny machine. Of course, in you know, penny machines, you start putting a dollar and twenty-five each time you pull. Yeah. So, so it, it can add up. But I know when to quit and go to the room and and pull a cork on a jug or something. <laughs> pull a cork. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like John Wayne. Let's pop a cork uh, together. <laughs> yeah. They're the good old days. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, those were the good old days, I guess. <laughs> well, I'll, yeah, I'll, days I'll fish some. Yeah, I'll fish some next week after it kind of settles down a little bit, or if it settles down. I don't know whether we've got rain coming with this or not, but I could use I any and all the some. rain we get. Yeah, yeah well, I need our this morning's out in the Gulf east of us. You know, moving yeah. in over towards uh, Venice, Louisiana yeah. area. I can just about see catfish whiskers swimming around. Yeah. They don't hurry up. They got better bury up in the mud. Boy, that ain't no joke. Your ponds are still but, low. Yeah, yeah, they're still low, and I've I've got trenches dug where, and and terraces built up to where it'll catch where all that rain. Yeah. Yeah. One comes down the road from the main road, comes down a gravel road to it, and then the terrace catches it, and it's just it's not adding up. What extremes we go through here in Texas? You go from ponds overflowing for seven years, and then now they're drying up for two years so far. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and I've, I've been lucky not to have one dry completely. So yeah, you know, of course, of course, I've only got ducks and goats watering out of it right now. So. And I'm I'm down to two of those goats. That is, yeah. And if they quit, if they, if they quit going in the pen when I ask them to, you know, just before dark, I'm gonna leave them out and let something eat them. Well, so that can happen real quick. They're being stubborn, yeah. Especially you got a big cat in the area, one of them long tails. Yeah, that we're pretty sure that's what. Got them other two, and then nearly killed the third one the same night. Boy. The throat was just ripped on that one, and just managed to miss the juggler vein. But, he, but he definitely go, got two. Go for the throat. You know, and, right, and I put it. Yeah, I'll tell you later. But anyway, uh, and give us a call, FayetteCountyBassFishing.com dot com or two eight one four six zero nine two zero zero. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. We'll holler at you next week. Good talking to you, Bob. Have a good one, man. Same to you. Bye-bye. All right. All right, that's Bob Green up on Fayette County. Well, nothing like the Belleville Meat Market. If you're looking for a great place to shop for quality cuts of meat or have some excellent processing done for your wild game, nothing beats the Belleville. This week, they're double featuring their dirty rice pecan smoked sausage and their cheddar pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before before you buy it. Their free samples are always available there in their store. And they have a full menu on pecan smoked barbecue served Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And check out their pulled pork homemade hot dogs. They're now on the menu. And gift boxes are available in the store and online. They'll help you build a custom, you know, box for Christmas to give someone in wild game processing. They're always making their Vinnie dogs and hog dogs. You can add that to your processing 
homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. That way you can bring something home from the hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. They're open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., and the Belleville celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. From the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 439 here in the Bayou City. All right. Let's run over to Matagorda now, and let's check in with Captain Tommy Alexander this morning. Good morning, Mr. Tommy. Tommy boy. What's up, Mickey? Nothing. What are you doing, man? Oh, getting ready. Getting ready to go. I'm fishing Matagorda today, so... And I've been, I've started my back and forth routine, you know, that I always do. Right. So, I, I was on Conroe Wednesday, one day yet last week and Wednesday, and then I've been in Matagorda too, and then I'm fishing Matagorda today, and then today when I come in, I'm going to hook on the bass boat and head to Conroe. i got a tournament on Conroe <laughs> tomorrow. There you go. So, hopefully that weather holds off a little bit tomorrow. I I've watched every, I've been living on it, watching it. And, yeah. you know, it, it says that line of the bad storms is somewhere between 3 and 6 o'clock tomorrow evening. And my weigh-in's at 3, so <laughs> hopefully it just stays stays back a little bit. Or maybe it'll hit about 5 that's, or 6. That's pretty much what I'm showing, you know, and maybe maybe they'll be late on it. Sometimes they are. Yeah, that's you right. just don't want it to be right. early. <laughs> no <know>. early. <laughs> at least I, I'd like to at least get the boat on the trailer and head it south and let it be behind me. Exactly. But you never know. My luck, it'll hit right about when I'm at way in. I'll get stormed on and, and drive home in it the whole way. I know. I hate pulling but the boat in bad weather. I do, too. It's especially through Houston. Yeah, because, uh, it, <laughs> well... From there all the way to where you're going, it's people just, you know, they don't realize what it's like to pull a boat because they had never done it. Boy, they 
cut you off, dart in and out, tailgate you. I mean, it just it'll drive you crazy. Yeah, like it's going. It's really bad going through Houston with a boat. I've I've learned to hate it. It's bad going through Houston without a boat. It's just well, right, without a boat. Man, I feel like I'm with a boat. It's really bad. NASCAR, it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But on Saturday afternoon, it's not. You know, it's not the, as bad as right. You know, the weekdays. Yeah, you don't. Know. And then weekdays rush hour times well i mean Man, I, did, I think all days rush well, hour in houston nowadays that's i just did it so what i did on wednesday <laughs> i drove i left conroe at four o'clock wednesday afternoon Uh-oh. so i drove i went right through the middle of houston you know right in right in rush hour pulling the boat i mean it was bad better it you than me what, yeah it was a bad i should have just stayed and fished till dark and yeah. then and then waited and left. It'd have been a better answer. But anyway, <clears throat> that's my story. I'm gonna hit the saltwater today and hit the bass tournament tomorrow. Yeah. And then I'll be going up there to Bob's Bob's place next week. I got a trip on Fayette next Wednesday. So I'll be going up there one week, one day next week. Well that'll and be then a good the day behind that front. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. <clears throat> and then all the bass tournaments the next four, four or five months. I've got one or two a month for, for about the next. I think I've got seven over the next four months or something like that. Right. You know. <clears throat> it's that time again. <clears throat> but saltwater's been pretty decent. Uh, Charlie caught them yesterday. Oh, uh, you got Griffin. him again yesterday? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he caught him yesterday. So, and I caught him on whatever day the last day I fished was, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe Tuesday I fished in Matagorda. And uh, did all right. Not well, I wouldn't say well, I caught him good. It was, it was slower than it was over the weekend. Over the weekend, we smoked it pretty good. Like Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. All three of those days, we got them real good. And then on Tuesday, it slowed down. We yeah. we still caught fish, but it wasn't like it was the three days before. I don't know what happened. I don't know why it slowed down, but it did. And it was weird because there was there was nobody in Matagorda this weekend. It was dead. Like there was just not people at all. It was it was very light traffic. All Saturday and Sunday had almost nobody. And Monday, too. And then all of a sudden, Tuesday, I saw more people on Tuesday, you know, than I did Saturday and Sunday, for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know why, but... I can't figure it out. Yeah, I can't really either. <clears throat> I just know it was probably the lightest Saturday I've seen all year long. I mean, there was just hardly nobody there Saturday. For Saturday, it was very light. Yeah, and the weather was good. I yeah, it was good. Out of woodwork, man. No, and there was no duck hunting. You know, the duck hunting was in between. The weather right. was good. I was expecting it to be just absolute crowded, and no, there wasn't hardly anybody there. And we smoked them. It so. makes a difference, you know, with the pressure, yeah. lighter pressure. That's right, and then it opens back up tomorrow. I get, but I won't. I'll be in Conroe, so 
but they get up there too, you know. I remember last year, I pulled into a couple coves last year, right at daylight, and I had I had one guy flash me with his lights. There was duck hunters up there, you know, on the north end of the lake. Mm-hmm. So they get up there for sure too. Boy, I couldn't believe all the ducks I saw down in Corpus area. Man, on that run from Corpus down to the land cut. Oh, yeah. Man, I've never seen the rafts of ducks like that. My goodness. Really? Yeah. Looks like a Looks like a mutual of Omaha Wild Kingdom show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as far as Matagorda, my duck experience this year has been They've been very sporadic. One day, it seems like I see them. They're all over the place one day. They'll be going everywhere all over, and then I won't see them for a few days. They'll just be gone. Well, it was that way. Monday, it was, you know, dead slick calm, and they were all rafted up on the bay that morning. And uh, the next day, it was windy and choppy, and there wasn't any ducks out there. A few, not many. Where do they go? Yeah, I don't know. I said, I'll I'll go a couple days. I won't see any. And then all of a sudden, they're everywhere. Yeah. And I started seeing the geese, you know, again, uh, this last Monday. I think Sunday and Monday, I, you know, I had several packs of geese come over me. So the geese are starting to show up. I don't know much. I don't ever hunt any. I don't know yeah, anything about geese. It hasn't even got really cold yet. I mean, there, there's yeah, a lot of birds that will be shoved down to us if we ever get an Arctic blast. They'll, they'll come to the coast. We'll be really be covered up. Yeah. So I don't know anything about, about about a goose, but I do know I started seeing them this weekend, hearing them and yeah. seeing them come over. Well, there was so that's of... it. We've been, uh, we just been throwing tails now. I've kind of went to, you know, we're just throwing quarter ounce. I've been throwing quarter ounce jig head and just throwing tails. Yeah. Where's most of your fish been, over structure or deep or shallow or yeah, what? Yeah, over shell, deep over shell. Uh-huh. Or if we're in the river, you know, there are a couple of days we hit the river and uh, caught them in that. The river was loaded up there for a couple of days, and then it seemed like they left. I don't I, I don't know. I hit a couple of slow days there. Right. So then, then back to the bay, you know. When but you fish that bay, river, yeah. if you get there early, what do you do? Start out working shallow towards the banks, or do you work the middle? How do you do that? So I start out on the banks. I always go to the bank first. Yeah. Uh, I got. My, I always have my my fish finder. You know, my depth chart deal on. Right. When I go in the river, I take it off my GPS screen and I always go on my my depth finder, my bottom finder deal. <clears throat> and because you chart those fish, you'll see them. You'll be going down the bank, you know, and you'll just see big wads. If you start seeing big wads of them under you, then you'll know they're out a little deeper or you know you're in the area of some fish. So, right. So I'll leave that on when I'm in the river. But, yeah, first I go – I usually go to the bank first. And if I'm not catching them on the bank, I start pulling out and fishing deeper. Yeah, fish those drop-offs. And if they're yes. not there, then they're kind of staked uh-huh. up, suspended in the middle. That's yeah. right. I just okay. I start at the bank and then I go out. Unless I like the day before, I caught them out in the middle of the river or somewhere deep the day before, I might go straight to it Right. the next day. But typically, I go to the bank first and and then and then work my way, kind of work my way out. And I always look at my graph and 
see where I'm spotting fish and stuff like that. And I can use, I can look at the side view, you know, I've got side view. I can set it on like a hundred feet. Right. So I can, I can kind of go down, go down that river and kind of see if there's more of them up shallow or more of them up deep. Yeah. Scan towards the bank. Yeah. So I can kind of get a, get well, a that's you know, typically tell. way, you know, trout have always been starting out early. They're always shallow. Yeah. And, you know, just as the sun gets up, they just roll out and start. Yep. getting on the ledges and drop offs. That's how. That's really the same way we do. It. It's in the river, same thing. You yeah. know, you'll get a few. You'll get them early, and maybe that one day I went up there. I don't remember. Maybe Sunday, and that was one of the best days I've ever seen in the river. I mean, I went up there. I think it was Sunday, and mm -hmm. I went up there, and we dropped the trolling motor out, and I had pretty. It helped to have good fishermen. I had good fishermen, you know, and. uh well, that well, we always helps. It really does. We, yeah. It makes a difference. We didn't even go 200 yards down the bank, and we had done caught probably 30 trout. My and all God. sizes, everything from 10 inches to 20 inches. Yeah. Like, I mean, we were smoking them. It was, it, there wasn't any moment in time where one of us three, them two and I was fishing, We all, somebody had a trout on all the time. There was never a time yeah. when we didn't. Sometimes we were tripled up. Right. And, but then it slowed down. I went back the next day, and, and it wasn't like that. You know how it is. It just it was weird. Good day, gone back. tomorrow, man. Yeah. And then Tuesday was the worst day in the river yet. That was the, that day. I just didn't do very good at all Tuesday in the river. It was like they were gone. So I don't know. That's the biggest when dilemma I, is trying to figure out why, why aren't they here? Where did they go, you know, when they just disappear like yeah. that? I think in the in the river when they're when you're catching them and you're four or five miles up there, and then you catch them and then in a couple of days you don't catch them and then you do, those fish didn't swim. In my opinion, they didn't swim four or five miles out in the bay and then swim four or five miles back. I think yeah. they just went out in the middle of the river. They got out in the deep water and they just hunkered down for a while, like they just didn't. They just ain't eating, you know. They just they just get out there in the middle of that river and they just kind of sit there. Or move farther north. You or know, move further somewhere, but I don't think they they don't leave the whole river and then turn around and come all the way back up two days later. I don't see that no, happening. I but don't see that either. They just quit eating and then they or they move out in the middle. Sometimes you can you can idle around or idle right down the center of the river, and I don't know what kind of fish they are. They could be, I don't. They might not all be trout. I don't know, but you can idle down the center of that river sometimes, and it's just thousands of fish. You'll see them on your graph. Just big wads of fish out there, all down the middle of that river. I don't know what they are. You can't catch them sometimes, but they're there. Yeah. So I don't know. They might not be trout. They might be. I don't know what they are, but there's lots of them. No good. I don't know. The flags are popping pretty good here in Bay City. Are they? The wind's coming up. I don't know. It looks. I mean, I ain't checked it, but. I just went by a flag here in Bay City, and it's, it's blowing fish pretty straight. It's popping. Yeah, we got an onshore flow this morning. It has picked up up here a little bit, too. It's a little more down your way. It's showing uh, 16. Yeah, that's pretty hard. And 11. That, yeah, that's... Uh, 16 well, is a little more than I like it. Well, that front coming, they were calling for a, you know, a south wind on the forecast. <clears throat> yeah. Well, like I said, that 
that flag was definitely straight. Yeah, huh. that, that south wind, uh, I'm looking at the forecast again. It's supposed to be for Galveston south at 15 to 25 today. Yeah, that's, that's not pushing. good. Sounds like no, river river fishing <laughs> to me. <laughs> that's if it's fifteen, yeah. If it's fifteen twenty-five, then that's exactly what it is. Yeah. What are you showing up? What are you showing for Conroe tomorrow on wind? <clears throat> With um, yours, I've been looking at mine, and they all, all mine say something different. What does yours say? Well, I think uh, let me switch over here. It's gonna looks like. Uh, we're going to have kind of a south-southwest wind tomorrow. It's not going to be as hard. Yeah. It's going to be like up there like 10 to 12. Uh, yeah, so. 20, 10 to 20 on the coast and 10 <clears throat> to 12 up there. I've got one site I looked at for Conroe, and it said due west 15 to 20. Then I got another one that says southwest 10 to 15. Yeah, that's what I'm showing, southwest. Yeah. In Houston, uh, the Houston forecast is showing south at 20. <clears throat> that 20, <clears throat> you know, going running down that lake, it's blowing 20, gets a little bit. Yeah, that's it's a, little, it's a little sketchy. Yeah, it does. All right, Tommy. Well, hey, buddy. Good luck to you in that tournament, <clears throat> and uh, good luck today. If somebody wants to call you about fishing with you, how do they get a hold of you, man? Yes, sir. They can uh, look me up on Facebook under Tommy Alexander or on my phone, leave a message or send me a text at 979-709-8242. All right, buddy. All right. Well, good luck to you today. Hope you catch him up. We're going to try. Weather permitting. All right, man. Weather permitting. We're going to try. That's it. Thanks, Tommy. See you, man. All right. Later, Mickey. Later. All right, that's Captain Tommy Alexander in Matagorda. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. 
In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.